Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Light joined forces to buy the Washington Commanders. The seats are old but filled with memories, and you can buy one now. I'm John Doman. A 911 call about possible stabbings at an area school leads to a search for a teacher and 27 students. I'm Mike Marilla. Wall Street down. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Caught in a Twitter controversy over alleged anti-Semitism, a big NBA star is grounded for five games without pay. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. Kyrie Irving on the defensive again. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. The Brooklyn Nets star again refused to apologize for posting a link to an anti-Semitic film which denies the Holocaust and falsely blames Jews for slavery. Correspondent Michael George in Brooklyn, New York. Anti-Semitism also a matter of serious concern elsewhere in the New York area, especially so in New Jersey after the FBI issues a warning of what it considers a serious threat to synagogues there. Lakewood has the highest percentage of Jewish residents in New Jersey and police in Lakewood are working with Ocean County Sheriff's Department to, quote, increase patrols in both a marked and unmarked capacity. Lakewood also deploying specially trained rapid response officers. WCBS-TV's Tony Aiello. According to a company memo sent out Thursday night, Friday morning will bring a lot of bad news for many employees at Twitter. New owner Elon Musk wants to cut the workforce there big time after paying $44 billion to buy the controversial but influential social media platform. Maybe related to the pandemic, a jump in alcohol debts. Here's correspondent Jennifer Kuyper. A new report focused on more than a dozen kinds of alcohol-induced deaths that were wholly blamed on drinking. The rate of those had been increasing by 7% or less each year. In 2020, they rose 26%. That's the highest rate recorded in at least 40 years. Well, you know what happens this weekend, right? Daylight saving time coming to an end. How about those periodic calls to have DST all year round? Without warning, the U.S. Senate in March unanimously approved a plan to make daylight saving time permanent. But the votes aren't there and likely to line up in the U.S. House, according to Republican Fred Upton of Michigan, who says the change would force school buses to run in the dark too late in the morning. Correspondent Scott McFarland. The latest legal problems for ex-President Donald Trump now in New York, where the state attorney general is suing his company, and now a court there is going to appoint an independent monitor for his real estate empire. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. It's going to be difficult for Trump to challenge that order because, in fact, the independent monitor is just keeping an eye on things. But that could still restrict the Trump company's ability to freely make deals and and sell assets, change its corporate structure. World Series Game 5 in Philadelphia. It goes to the Houston Astros score of 3-2. Astros also lead in games 3-2. The series now moving back to Texas. This is CBS News. Diamonds Direct's legendary pre-holiday sale is coming. November 11th through 13th, you get instant savings. 20% off virtually everything. Plus, top jewelry designers are flying in with their entire collections. All on sale. An expanded selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, all new fashion jewelry. Lowest prices of the year. Shop early for the holidays and save big. Get special financing, too. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. It's three days only. Mark your calendar. November 11th, 12th, and 13th at Diamonds Direct. Your love. Our passion. WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning, November 4th, 2022. Cloudy with some patchy fog developing by daybreak. Lows in the 40s and 50s early Friday. We are right now at 53 in our nation's capital. 
Friday morning to you. Andy Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour. Topping the local stories we're following for you this morning, the growing list of possible buyers for the Washington Commanders is where we begin the ride with you this morning. We've learned here at WTLP, Amazon founder and Washington Post owner Jeff Bezos may be interested in a deal. News outlets report a source close to Bezos is saying that he is looking into buying the team and that he might bring on music mogul Jay-Z as an investor. The sources say both are interested, but it is not clear this morning if they'd make a joint bid or separate ones from each other. Just the, the other day, the commander's owner this week, Dan Snyder, announced the hiring of Bank of America to handle any potential sale here. Daniel Kaplan, senior NFL writer for The Athletic, joined us earlier on WTOP to talk about whether or not interested buyers are jumping the gun here. We don't know for sure that he is selling the team. He talked about options. Just a few weeks ago, I was told he was looking for a minority partner. But at the NFL owners meeting last week, Jim Irsay, Indianapolis Colts owner, made some very forceful comments that he thought Snyder should be ousted. Other owners have similar sentiments. I don't know if it's enough to push him out, but clearly sentiment has been moving against Snyder for some time. WTOP News Time. Now, 2.05. Meantime, the glory days of Washington football happened inside RFK Stadium. We all know that. So would you like a piece of the place before it's totally torn down? WTOP's own John Tobin says RFK seats are on the market right now. If you're an NFL football fan here in D.C., all your best memories are from RFK Stadium. And I know a lot of people want to remain connected to that. And now seats that surrounded the lower seating bowl of the stadium are for sale. You can buy one of the... The wooden seats, the plastic seats that were all in that lower bowl. Ralph Morton with Events DC says the prices range from $350 to $500 per seat. It's an exciting opportunity to really, you know, honor, you know, some of the times that we spent, the championships. Those who buy a seat can pick it up from the stadium next month. By the end of next year, that stadium should be gone. You can have a piece of that, something that you can treasure forever. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 206 Yet other news this early Friday morning on WTOP. Now to politics and how it affects your kids' education. We've learned the controversial education tip line they had set up by Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia has now apparently been shut down. The tip line was set up initially in the governor's first days in office, and it encouraged parents to report when their kids were being taught so-called inherently divisive subjects and concepts. We're now seeing at WTOP what people actually said in those comments. The Youngkin administration made 350 of those comments public as part of a settlement with news organizations that had sued to see them. Many complaints were about how the schools handled COVID. Some were about teachers getting raises after teaching virtually. Some didn't like having gender identity discussed in family life curriculum. There were comments supporting teachers and staff for all they do. Now the governor's spokeswoman says the tip line was shut down in September because it wasn't getting a lot of tips at the time. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. 
invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis, 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's Friday, November 4th, 2022. Welcome in to WTOP. Glad you're with us. Shadows in the you're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Two oh eight Friday. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get one hundred dollars off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Still out with the crash. 95 northbound near the exit for Route 630. Stafford exit 140. Again, the crash along the left side. So you get by single files right, but there's also a tractor trailer that was involved. He's on the right shoulder about, let's say, 100 yards in front of the rest of the crash vehicle. So just be careful. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed up toward the Beltway in Springfield. 395 north, still working up near Washington Boulevard. Single fall left gets you by, but as of late, you've been getting by without delay. George Washington Parkway, so far so good. Uh, between the Beltway and McLean and Old Town, especially for folks making the early journey toward Reagan National this morning, nothing in your way. Over in Great Falls, uh, long-standing closure, Springville Road, uh, just to the north of Route 7 and south of Georgetown Pike. That's been closed since yesterday afternoon, that due to a pole and wires that came down. Last check, you were still being turned around in each direction. Believe local traffic can go through, but you cannot continue through between 7 and 193 as a result of that closure. 66 westbound between the Fairfax County Parkway and 28 Centerville. Works in along the right side. You stay left to get by. Remember, the ramp to go south on 28 closed. Ramp to go north toward Dulles Airport is open on the westbound side. Eastbound side between 29 and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single file left gets you by the work. And the ramp to northbound 28 there is closed. So is the ramp to go south on the Fairfax County Parkway, but you're diverted to go to northbound Fairfax County Parkway to ride the ramps to come back west to pick up 28. You can also self-divert early at 29 and avoid it altogether. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. A Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Well, we've got some fog out there as we make our way through our Friday morning. Give yourself plenty of extra time on those roadways. Temperatures rebounding, though, nicely. More sunshine in the afternoon, high in the low 70s. Saturday, 77 degrees after some morning fog again. On Sunday, good chance of showers west of I-95, closer to the mountains. High temperature of 77 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 55 in Hyattsville, 45 Fredericksburg, 55 east in Maryland in this early morning. We're looking at 53 degrees and holding in our nation's capital, 2 a.m. hour. Friday morning, early morning, November 4th, 2022. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. The very latest in the Brittany Griner case coming up this early morning for you on WTOP. This is WTOP News. If you hate when it gets dark early, we're really sorry. Come this weekend, though, heads up 2 a.m. Sunday. Daylight savings time is over, and it isn't only a little depressing for a lot of people. 
It is also a little more dangerous, especially when it comes to that drowsy driving. Anytime you just artificially change the time that it is, that can just make sleep difficult. Joseph Derzhevsky, a researcher with the National Sleep Foundation, says it's important for people to be aware of that so they get enough rest. We want everyone to get the sleep they need before they get behind the wheel of a car. But what about just fueling yourself with caffeine instead? Derzhevsky says, eh. You know, I, I consider the, the Red Bulls and the, the coffees as Band-Aids. The best thing is to not get a cut in the first place. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I like that, Nicky. Eh. It's 212 on WTOP. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. WNBA star Brittany Griner got a visit this week from U.S. diplomats in Russia. She was arrested, you'll remember, eight months ago and is now facing nine-year prison sentence in Russia. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on why this visit matters so very much. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre made the announcement aboard Air Force One. U.S. Embassy officials in Moscow were able to visit Brittany Griner today. We are told she is doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. Jean-Pierre said despite a lack of good faith negotiation by the Russians, the U.S. government has continued to follow up on an offer to swap her and Paul Whelan for Russians that are in prison in the United States. Greiner has had several appeals before Russian courts. They've all been rejected. It's not clear where this will go next, but she is serving a nine-year prison sentence. And essentially, these visits are very important for her, especially this one, the first one, since she's been essentially sent off to some prison colony. J.J., you have been in touch with Paul Whelan's family. Of course, he's the other American in a Russian prison taken back in 2018. You've been in touch with him often. Can you explain the significance of all these meetings? Well, if you put yourself in their position, you're at least 5,000 miles away from home. For him, it's more. And for Brittany Griner, who's beyond Washington, it's more. But basically, the ability to see a friendly face, a face that represents this government. And this is something diplomats have told me. Seeing that presence, having the ability to engage with those people and having them tell you it's going to be all right goes a long way psychologically. That's something that's really important for Americans who are imprisoned, especially when they're imprisoned unfairly away from home and in Russia, a country like it is. It means a heck of a lot to that person, and it also means a lot to that person's family. Now, the thing here is what happens next. Will she be able to see them often? Will she be able to see them even anymore, because one of the things that's happened with Whelan's family is that he's often not been able to see these diplomats. So we'll have to wait and see how this works out. WT will be national security correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. 
To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, November 4th, 2.15 sports time, and Rob Woodforce turn this morning. The Capitals are losers of three in a row and four of their last five. After a 3-1 loss in Detroit, Peter Laviolette's team went 0-4 on the power play. Well, we got to finish. You know, like uh, uh, we had chances. We kept pressing through the entire night. I thought we had looks. I thought we had opportunities. And we got to find that next one, especially in the third period in the 1-1 game. we got to find a way to, to get it into the net. The one goal was Alex Ovechkin. 786th to tie the record for career goals with one franchise in the city where Gordy Howe sets that record. Houston won a World Series Game 5 nail-biter 3-2 to take a 3-2 series lead over the Phillies. The Astros' Jeremy Pena had two RBI, including the first World Series home run by a rookie shortstop, telling Fox. I mean, rookie or not rookie, it doesn't matter in the World Series. You know, you just go out and play and then, you know, let the best man win. Philly fans can take heart in their Eagles, flying to an 8-0 start for the first time in franchise history after beating the one-win Texans 29-17. The Washington Commanders host the 6-1 Minnesota Vikings in a game that's being billed as Kirk Cousins returned to FedEx Field, but Ron Rivera points out that's a storyline about four years too late. I think there's only three guys I've read somewhere that have any knowledge of it. So for the rest of us, it's interesting. And, and I think that's that's the thing that's you know keeping us focused on, on Minnesota, the team. It, it's a good chance for us to see where we are. It really is. And this is what you want to measure yourself against. But are the Vikings really as good as their record indicates? We touched on that in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. In addition to breaking down the ownership situation, it's on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Well, of course it is. Thanks, Rob. 217 on WTOP Friday morning. Among the top stories we're following for you this early morning on WTOP, as you know, I just heard from Rob in sports. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos reportedly has his sights this week set on buying the Washington Commanders, and news outlets also say entertainment mogul Jay-Z is also interested. Paul Pelosi out of the hospital, we're told, this morning. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her husband is at home and continuing a long recovery process after he was brutally attacked in his California home in San Francisco one week ago today. Developing this overnight early morning, word coming late last night that mass layoffs will begin at Twitter today, this Friday, one week after billionaire Elon Musk officially took ownership of the social media company. He appears to be following through on a previous statement that he said once he took over to cut staff of up to 75%. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, November 4th. Glad you're with us at WTOP at 218. The good weather all the eights and when it breaks first to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right in Virginia, still cleaning up the crash 95 north down near the exit for Route 630, Stafford exit 140. Again, the crash along the left side. You get by a single file to right, but a tractor trailer that was also involved in the crash up ahead of you just a little bit on the right shoulder. But they do have some flares around them, so just be careful. Beyond that, nothing else anyway headed up toward the Beltway. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the interloop beginning just after Gallows Road and extending all the way through 66, single left lane gets you by the construction. On the Adderloop beginning in Maryland just after River Road and continuing across the American Legion Bridge toward Georgetown Pike, single file left past the work there as well. The exits to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remain open despite the work zone. Maryland Beltway, interloop between George Avenue and Colesville Road to right lanes past the work. Approaching 450 Annapolis Road, two left lanes get you by. And then on the outer loop as you approach and pass Route 50, John Hanson Highway exit 19, 
Chew right lanes get you by the construction. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Well, it looks like we've got some fog out there. Give yourself plenty of extra time uh, as you're making your way into work or getting the kids off to school, whatever it may be. Some of that fog could be locally dense. Uh, now, it will burn off. We'll see high temperatures into the low 70s with sunshine. Saturday, high of 77, mix of clouds and sun. And then on Sunday, more clouds, good chance of showers, but most of those west of I-95. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 51 in Gaithersburg, 55 in Arlington, 49 this 2 a.m. hour, Friday morning, November 4th in Lanham. We're looking at 53 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. This latest check on WTOP brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Glad you're with us at WTOP's. It's WTOP News. The time now is 2.20. The parents of Gabby Petito have filed a lawsuit now against a Utah police department over their daughter's death last year. The Petito family filed the lawsuit claiming the Moab City PD's failures and negligence led to 22-year-old Gabby Petito being killed last year at the hands of her fiancé, Brian Laundrie. They're suing the department as a whole, including the two officers who responded to a 911 call made when someone said they saw Laundrie hit Petito. Attorney Brian Stewart says one of those officers ignored evidence that Petito was the victim. We believe that Gabby would be alive today if he had done his job to enforce the laws written and protected Gabby that day. Petito's family is seeking $50 million in damages. Matt Piper, CBS News. Go grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. New on the big screen this weekend, Armageddon Time, about a child coming of age in 1980s New York. Now, in this particular scene you're about to hear, the kid's dad is banging pots and pans to wake him up. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Rise and shine and don't be a lug nut, lug nut. Wake up. This morning, film critic Christian Soto says he was reminded here a little of his own childhood in New York. The setup is intriguing as someone who's roughly that age around the 80s. I guess there's a little bit of a personal connection here, but it is the story of a young man who is trying to make his way in New York City. He's in a school where there's some conflicts going on, and he befriends a young black student, and they have a really kind of sweet bond, but the black student is from a different neighborhood. He's being raised by his grandmother, and some of the school players, teachers, people like that, have some suspicions about this young man and he's a little bit of a troublemaker but certainly not a hardcore problem at all but that creates the friction here but there's lots of backstory too about class about privilege about this little boy's jewish background his heritage and of course there's anthony hopkins as his grandfather who's just a as always a a wonderful performance and a very sweet and the kind of character that really kind of builds character along the way if you can understand how that works the story itself feels a little weak at times and that's frustrating it almost feels like the two boys and their bond is a wonderful backstory, but it's kind of pushed front and center. I don't think the film really benefits from that. I think it should have had more heft to it, but I think a lot of the nuances here, and as someone who grew up in New York around that era, there's a lot of smaller details the film gets exactly right, even the little tiny cultural references they kind of nail. So it's a solid film. It's a good film. I know it's one of those Oscar bait entrees. I don't think it's quite there at all, but 
it's a fine film to watch. And I think if you have some sort of memories of your childhood where there was conflicts along the way, maybe some friendships that went south, I think you'll appreciate it all the more. So we had uh, Brendan Gleeson recently hosting SNL, and Colin Farrell was there for some skits too, and that was no accident. Those two men and several other talented actors are in a new movie called The Banshees of Inna Sharon. What is this about, and how did you like it? The story sounds so simple so spare but it's wonderful it's complex and it really reveals itself as the movie goes along it's about these two friends they're living on an island off the coast of ireland and they get together they have a a pint of beer on occasion that's their friendship but then one day brendan leeson's character says no i've had enough of this friendship i leave me alone i just want to be by myself it's not what i want anymore and that little fissure creates a lot of drama a lot of controversy and a lot of humor too this is bleak and dark but very funny at times and it's all about how farrell's character reacts to losing this beloved friend and what will he do and turns out gleason's character is very serious about keeping this friendship dead and buried and he's going to some extreme measures to keep it that way it's a wonderful film gleason is one of our most underrated performers but i maybe put that in in farrell's camp as well he's terrific here and i think this is the movie the, the kind of movie you think about you hear about you don't expect much from it and you're just overwhelmed by all the sensations the humanity the sweetness the feeling the laughter the darkness it's one of my favorite films of the year and i think people are going to enjoy it an awful lot it's tough to watch this weekend christian toto of hollywood and toto.com on skype with our dimitri sodas you are listening to 103.5 fm and wtop.com the time now is 2.25. Money News at 25 and 55 on T.O.P. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street heads into the final session of the week with the major averages in the red. Recession worries are back amid expectations that the Fed will keep interest rates higher for longer to break the back of inflation. The government's October employment report, due an hour before the open, will likely set the tone for trading today. Behind the scenes at the most magical place on earth, a struggle to make ends meet. A union seeking higher pay for Disney theme park workers in Florida says nearly half the workers it surveyed last month say they've skipped meals during the past year due to a lack of money. Two-thirds say they have less than $100 in savings. The union is seeking a 20% pay raise. A Wilson volleyball prop from the movie Castaway has been sold at auction for about $83,000. Wilson won the 2001 Critics' Choice Award for Best Inanimate Object. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. I'm Dr. Stork. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs. With six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 30... Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. 
Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. 